If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I'm going to say a little bit too much. This is Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. Welcome back to another episode of Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. Once again, it's so nice to be back, you guys. I'm so happy. But eventful week. Actually, it wasn't that eventful. It was an eventful weekend because I went on two dates. And remember last week when I was like, yeah, you know, if like anything's actually any good, I'm probably not going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, forget it. Um, I had two nice dates this weekend. So that was fun and no idea where they'll go. I mean, like, who's to say Every time I've ever thought that something was going great with a man, um, it crashed and burned. So even if I think this was good, it still has potential to fail. And I don't say that to be pessimistic. I say that to be realistic. What I did want to talk about this week is just finding things that you love and being super unapologetically yourself. Because I think that it's so easy to feel like judged for the music you like or the shows you watch or the books you read. And I think that this has to do with getting a little bit older, but you just like don't care. Like I just don't care if people think that the things I consume are silly or dumb or not worth my while. I recently read this book. I actually finished it last night and I'm very tired because I stayed up to keep reading it. But it's called In a New York Minute by Kate Spencer. I devoured it. I loved every moment of it. It was pretty predictable, but there were twists and turns along the way that I didn't see coming. It was so cute. It's basically, and I won't give it away, but it's basically about this girl and her like life is falling apart and she gets on the subway in New York and something like horrific happens and a group of people help her out. And then she keeps like coming in contact with one of those people. And it's like the story of her kind of like finding herself. Um, And what I loved is she's not like a 23 year old. So it's not like it's not like, a, oh, I'm just fresh out of college, like trying to figure things out. Like, I think she's 29 in the book. Um, and so I felt a little more like, oh, this is an actual representation of someone who's still figuring their shit out, you know, at 29, at 30, whatever. Um, I loved it. I really loved it. If you like things that are a little light and fluffy and not too serious, this is for you. I also, it's kind of like not at all the same story, but in the same way I feel about that book. Um, one Italian Summer by Rebecca Searles. I love that book so much. And if you haven't read it, so good. Grasp onto the last bit of summer with that. But all of this came to mind because of those two dates I went on. And, you know, they had asked like, oh, what I'd been up to this weekend. And honestly, all I had really been up to prior to, I'd like to make it clear I went on these dates at separate times. So I'm making it sound like both at the same time. But like Friday night, I stayed in and I like drank wine and I had the most freaking ultimate girl dinner, you guys. It was so good. It was like some roasted potatoes and then like cheese and fig jam and olives and a bunch of vegetables and some hummus. Like it was such an amazing girl dinner. And that's another thing. Like I'm just going to be unapologetic about that. Like I just had the perfect Friday night to myself. And when these guys were asking like what I'd been up to, I was just so real. I was like, I watched the trashiest, shittiest TV and I read this like fluffy book and I loved every moment of it. And I drank my white wine and I hung out by myself because guess what? I'm not going to feel bad about the things that make me exactly who I am. And I'm realizing more and more that like just a basic girl and I don't mind that. I used to want to be like different and cool. And it's like, no, I'm I'm pretty basic. I'm I'm every 
blonde girl with a nose ring who loves Vanderpump Rules and her white wine. I'm just saying. So um, I just think it's important to really, really embrace those things about you that you're like, this is who I am. This is what I love. I'm a Taylor Swift fan. I read books like In a New York Minute by Kate Spencer. And again, I'm going to tell you guys to go ahead and read that book. I don't know if like my dudes listening here are going to love it, but you could always give it a whirl. Who am I to judge? Um, And I think that the more that you embrace those things about yourself, the more confident you come off. And I kind of spoke last week about like, I'm not in my most confident place personally with like how I look and how I feel. But at the end of the day, I really, really believe that I know exactly who I am. I know the things that matter to me. I know the things that I enjoy doing. I know how to pick myself up when I'm down because I know myself well enough to know what the fix is. And sometimes it's a workout. Sometimes it's a good cry. Sometimes it's calling a mom or a friend, a mom, my mom or a friend, or it's turning off my phone for a while and just like not being concerned with what's going on in the world. And I kind of feel like we're in a weird place where it's really easy to just meld to what other people want you to do. Like we're constantly talking about TikTok trends and what Gen Z is wearing and what Gen Z thinks millennials are lame for. Oh my God, have you heard the latest? It's that we wear our sunglasses against our face versus down the bridge of our nose. Are you kidding me? Like, are you actually kidding me? Um, I will continue wearing my sunglasses against my face. I'm so sorry. Unless like maybe it's for a cute picture or something, but. Regardless, I think it's so easy to feel like we get all these recommendations from people, right? Like we get recommendations no matter where we are, however we're consuming media. I mean, hell, I just gave you a book recommendation (laughs) and I'm sitting here like it's easy to become other people. But all that to say, don't just adopt the behaviors and the personalities of the people around you because it feels cool or right or whatever. It's like if you relate to someone, yeah, of course, take their recommendations on things. If you think that the the books I'm recommending to you are absolutely batshit, don't read them (laughs) and don't think that like that's, I mean, I don't think I'm a cool girl. So like I'm not saying I'm the precedence, right? But I guess like say there's someone you follow on Instagram that you're like, wow, they're so cool. They have their life together. Everything they do is cool. Like Tinks. You guys know I love Tinks. That doesn't mean that every single thing that Tinks does or likes, I need to also do or like. I think she has a lot of great advice. I think she has a lot of great um, recommendations for things. But then some like she loves caviar and I'm like, yeah, it's probably not something I'm going to spend my money on. Kind of grosses me out, to be honest. And so I'm not like folding my life around the way someone else lives theirs. And that's such a like specific example. But I think we're in a world where if you're it's like pack mentality where you're like, well, everyone's wearing baggy jeans, so I have to wear baggy jeans. And it's like "Mm." a lot of people are wearing baggy jeans, but you should also just dress to what your body looks best in. And it's interesting. We kind of had adopted that like wear what feels good, wear what looks good on you mentality like. 10 years ago, maybe, maybe less, five. And it feels like with Ozempic and with like the trend right now, which is like extremely, extremely skinny all over again, which sucks, guys. Um, It feels like maybe we try to dress based on like trend and style, like style of other people versus style of ourselves. 
And frankly, I'm still figuring out my own style. I really can't for the life of me like put a <laughs> put an exact like label on it. I have no idea what I like to wear. I just know when I see stuff whether or not it's going to look good on me. So anyway, it's just like being unapologetically yourself. Like maybe I was actually listening to a podcast. Or was I watching a episode? I'm very, very deep into Vanderpump Rules right now. So I'm also started listening to Stassi Schroeder's podcast. Sorry, that's Stassi Schroeder Clark to me, to everyone. But I was listening to her podcast and she was talking about how she was talking to a girl who wears a lot of bright colors. And then Stassi was like, but I wear a lot of neutrals. And it's almost a bummer that that's become a trend because then once the trend goes away, I'm going to look like I'm like behind on it, right? Like I'm still wearing it even though the trend is gone. And I totally get what she was saying. But at the same time, I'm like, we shouldn't give a shit what the quote unquote trend is. Like, let's be unapologetically ourself and wear the things we love and do the things we love and feel comfortable with what we're wearing. We all know that we have certain colors that look good on us and certain things that don't. I'm not a yellow girl. Just doesn't look good on me. Um, So you're not going to catch me in like a yellow outfit because it's the trend. And it really applies to your entire life. Like you could put everything that you that makes you up every little thing about you And, like, once you hone in on, like, what actually feels authentic to you, like, the more you can live by those things, the better. And I've really gotten to a point, and I'd like to say, yes, I still get worried about, like, whether or not a guy's going to like me on a date. But I've also gotten to the point where I'm not going to fake anything. I'm not going to pretend to be anything I'm not. I truly think that these last, I've been on three dates in the last week and a half, which is insane and very unusual for me. But I would say I showed up as like my most authentic, true self, maybe for the first time ever. And I think that that's like a path that'll lead me to something good. Granted, you know, there's still the wonder of like, am I going to get a text? Am I going to hear from these people again? But regardless, showing up fully as myself makes me feel good when I leave. Showing up and being like, well, here's who I am. Like I'm laying it out on the table take it or leave it. You know, there's no point in dating someone for months if they just don't like who you are at your core. And there's no point in pretending to be someone you're not just so that someone's going to what, like you? That feels silly. Um, And I know that like, that's so much easier said than done. And again, I think this stuff comes with age. But feeling unafraid to be like, I read these fluffy books and I watch these shows And yes, I binged the entirety of Selling the OC this weekend. Like, I'm not afraid to say those things anymore. Because if they if someone is going to choose not to go on a second date with me because of the music I listen to or the books I read or the shows I watch, then they're not my person anyway. Like, I don't want to go on a second date with someone who, like, is going to judge me for that anyway. And it's so much easier said than done. I'll say it again. But... It's just been, I think it's refreshing when you start to discover the things that really make up you and like make you who you are. It feels good to not be like, I have no idea who I am. And sometimes I think I struggled with like, who am I? Because I did feel like it was all very basic. Like, I wouldn't say there's anything that extraordinary or that unique about me. Other than I like to talk about it a lot. I think what makes me interesting is that I have no filter with anyone, (laughs) with absolutely no one. Um, But I would say what's interesting is I used to go on dates and have way more of a filter. And I 
think it's gone for now. I definitely am like working on a little more confidence with like my appearance and I'm working on finding clothes that are just so comfortable for me because getting dressed for dates has been kind of the worst part of the date. I just feel not that cute. Um, I don't know. That's a tricky one. What is your guys's like date uniform, right? Like I, I really believe in like a date uniform and I haven't totally nailed mine. I need like a daytime date uniform and I need like a evening date uniform. I think I might have my evening one down, but that daytime one is hard because you want to look casual, but you also like want to look cute. And again, that goes back to, I think I'm still working on what my style is and like what looks good on my current body. And anyway, I just got totally off track. But I think the more that you can be sure of the things that make you, you, the better you're going to show up for everyone. And it also saves everyone time. Because if I sat on these dates and pretended to be interested in every single last thing that these guys were telling me they do, like I literally was out with this guy yesterday and he was showing me, he's like, oh, I fell on my uh, mountain bike. And I straight up the words that came out of my mouth I mean, after I was like, are you good? We're like, oh, yeah, I will not be a mountain biker. Like, I'm not going to just become the girl who, like, does the hobbies that a guy she I wouldn't even say like, oh, I like him yet. Right. Like I had one date. I don't know. But I'm not going to like put it out there like, oh, my God, I would love to learn to mountain bike with you. Dude, I don't want to learn to mountain bike. That's it. I want to learn to ski. I love to hike. That's like the extent of my outdoorsiness. And I'm cool with that. I mean, I like water stuff, paddleboarding, kayaking, that stuff. But I also like laying by the water and getting a tan. So, you know, I'm not ashamed of those things. And I think I just want to encourage everyone to think of at least one thing that they're so sure of that even if someone like challenged them on or told them they thought it was silly or whatever, they would stand strong to or stand stand strong with. What? How do you say that? Don't worry about it. Um, And I'd love to just encourage people to show up wholly themselves. And this can be anywhere. It doesn't have to be on dates with your friends. Maybe you felt like, gosh, I'm like off with friends. I don't really know if I'm that close to these people. Like just show up wholly as yourself and you're going to find more friends who are more similar to you or have more in common with you. Then like if you're not a party person and all your friends ever want to do is like go out and party and you feel like you have to do it. That's not great. You don't have to do anything. If you want to go for the first hour when they all go out and you drive them to the bars and you drive yourself home because you just don't feel like drinking much, great. Perfect. Do that. Be honest with yourself. And honestly, part of me being so authentically myself is being like, I need a lot of sleep these days. I was out till midnight on Saturday and then I was up at like eight to go on a hike Guess who doesn't want to stay out till midnight anymore when they're going on a hike the next day? Me. Me. So all this to say, I just hope that you feel secure in who you are and that you feel comfortable and like confident to just be that and be that everywhere in your life with your family, with your friends, with the people you're dating, with your coworkers. That's also a big one. You don't, I mean, be professional. Don't like be crazy, but just be you and like the people who love you are going to love you and the people who aren't going to love you, you don't really want them in your life anyway. So that all came from the fact that I loved In a New York Minute by Kate Spencer. Is that her name? Kate Spencer. Yep. 
So I just want to encourage you guys to do that. And I love you very much. And I hope you have the best week ever. And I don't know. I'll keep you posted. What a what a whirlwind of a life right now. I hope you're all having as much chaotic fun as I am. Okay. Love you. Bye.